Okay. You happy we start? You happy we start? Yes. Yes? <laughs> so who is Costas of Sweden? Costas of Sweden is a roaster and barista. Uh, born in Greece, raised up in Greece, started his first steps in Greece, but moved to Sweden the year 2003. Right. And continue his uh, coffee career. So roasting coffee, brewing coffee, serving coffee, and everything about coffee. And the last years also working with some barista tools. And why uh, Sweden? Uh, my wife is from Sweden. Ah, okay. Yes. Uh, so that was the reason to move there. Otherwise, uh, yeah. back in the 2003, maybe not many Greeks would uh, move to Sweden. Now yeah. maybe they do it because of the economic situation. Right. But uh, this uh, year when I moved, it was like, yeah. Probably I wouldn't do it if it wasn't for my wife. So because of the name of love, you, right, do, yeah, you yeah, do crazy yeah. things. <laughs> like all men, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> um, do you have a favorite childhood memory from when you were very young? Something that you like to think about and remember? Yeah, it's something that I usually talk about. Okay. Uh, when they ask me about coffee, I talk about the coffee memory. Yeah. And I was like, one of my parents was doing coffee and the smells, you know, was totally crazy for a young boy. Yeah. But uh, usually I talk about memories from the school, okay. uh, having fun uh, with uh, my schoolmates, having, uh, making fun of some of the <laughs> teachers, you know, and do the things like this. Yeah. Uh, I knew from the beginning I wouldn't do anything in uh, my study career. <laughs> so I try to, to take advantage of these uh, boring times in school, make it fun. Right. So usually it's uh, things like this with uh, yeah, stories about the teachers and things we did inside the classroom so to I, make fun. So I have two questions. I, I was very bad at school. Yeah. How were you at school? Uh, very bad. Yeah. And we're still okay today. So. Yeah. yeah. So it's uh, this is what I say to my kids too. <laughs> it's good to have some base, but uh, yeah. yeah. And then the, the, the other question was: Is there really a difference between Greek coffee and Turkish coffee? Big difference. Really? Big difference. What is the difference? Uh, unfortunately, people doesn't know where it it originally came from because it came from a uh, Yemen. And then uh, the Turkish, because they, they were occupying the whole area there, they took this tradition to make it their own. Right. And make it very good. So, so I it cannot started say. in Yemen, the, yeah. the, the way to make it. Yeah, and because of the Turkish was uh, occupying the whole areas there and Greece, it became uh, well known. It became the, the traditional way of making coffee. But each country had, has its own uh, way of making it. Both brewing method that is different, uh, the equipment can be really different and the roasting profiles. Okay. The Greeks, for example, they roast very, very light. And this is what was uh, the positive thing when it comes to specialty coffee. We yeah, already yeah. So knew you that. you can taste. Yeah. yeah. The Turkish uh, roast uh, darker. Dark. The Arabic uh, uh, countries, they do dark and they also put some uh, cardamom or cinnamon and some, some other spice, yeah. Uh, yeah, spices. So it's big differences. And this is what we see today. Uh, when we serve this kind of coffee that people is reacting they expect if they're from uh, let's say Iran Iraq or Dubai they yeah. expect something else if they're from Turkey they expect something else if they're from Greece so it's it's big differences although it's the name is one so is there a, is there a space for Greek coffee in the speciality coffee yeah yeah absolutely absolutely I see in my coffee shop in Sweden that we don't have anything to do with the Greek or Turkish tradition. When we serve these coffees, uh, people is reacting in a very positive way. 
So you do serve the Greek coffee? Yeah, and okay. we do it only one in one day per week. Every Saturday, right. it's Benny, my colleague, that's down there only doing this brewing method, only with specialty coffees. 90% is geishas, and the rest wow. is like, it's specialty coffee. Wow. We don't do any tradition or any, like, yeah, yeah. only specialty coffee. And people is 99% uh, crazy. Yeah. They even travel from other cities just for that. So wow. it's cool. Uh, if you could uh, do something different, if you could start life again and do something very different, what would it do? What would you do? Uh, drinking uh, good coffee from the beginning, <laughs> 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 because for many, many years, in our age, you know, we didn't start with speciality. Yeah, no, me yeah, neither. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So maybe you this. Start with real no, shit. I will actually, actually, when it comes to life, I won't do anything because uh, I have a beautiful wife and two amazing kids. So. The rest is coffee. <laughs> the rest, well, well, the important thing is already there. Whatever happened Maybe. in your life so far, it brought you to a beautiful wife and beautiful kids. Yeah, yeah. So, so the rest, the life. rest of the business and all these things doesn't yeah. matter actually. Nice. There is so many things that you could do. I could do different. It's like crazy. <laughs> I would even start with, but, but the rest, I, yeah, no problem. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what do you? Uh, I think I know the answer, but what do you feel most proud of today? Kids. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm so proud uh, that I'm like a, a, you know, some crazy people like laughing all the time like this. <laughs> when I think about them, I just get a big smile on my face. And How I old feel now? like 18 and 16. Wow. Playing football, good at school, uh, good, you, you uh, good you, in the you society. Do, you, you don't you know. look old enough to have an 18 year old uh, and a 16 year old. 42, yeah, I made it. Wow. I got kids early. But you know, they do so many things right, that's great. It's like frightening. And think, I'm thinking about how I was. I said, yeah. like, is my kids? <laughs> Probably the wife. Uh, the, 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 the genes uh, come from there, but it's totally crazy. I tell you, I tell you, good, I tell you an interesting secret. Uh, I'm 42, and I had my first kids now, three months ago. Twins. Nobody's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> my, my older brother is two years older than me, two and a half. He got his daughter for like five years ago. So it's, uh, you know, you, you, they say like this, either early or later very late yeah, yeah. the important thing is that you when you are ready yeah you have that that's the important thing this is the important thing yeah. I, I think before this i wasn't ready now yeah. i'm ready so you know. and to have the time to enjoy it because yeah. that's when you get very early in my case it was very very hard you know right working a lot try to build a career and at the same time yeah. i mean the kids grown up in a restaurant cafe environment you know yeah. like it's now that i spend more time actually right so right yeah, they're they're. So it's both positives and negatives there. They're uh, they're three months old, so I'm I'm not enjoying yeah. so much, but I'm in, I'm enjoying being here because I'm sleeping in the yeah. hotel. <laughs> yeah, that's a good thing. Uh, if you could keep only three possessions, three possessions, just three, what would they be and why? Possessions, you mean? Yeah, the... like physical things, like ah, three, a, okay, an iPhone, a grinder, whatever. Yeah. It would be a telephone. Okay. Yeah, so I can come in touch with anybody I want. Uh, it would be uh, coffee, a bar, some coffee that I can brew, and then uh, water, of course. Right. Uh, so maybe water, coffee, telephone. Telephone. Yeah. <laughs> and what would you want your tombstone today? One day we're all going to die. What would you want yeah, your tombstone okay. today? <laughs> How do you want people to remember you? I think it's going to be like uh, he lived, he made amazing coffee, right. and he died. Nice. Probably something like this. <laughs> uh, do you have a passion project? Something that you that you're very passionate about that you're working on now? Uh, 
I have started working like uh, a couple of years ago, but it's uh, barista tools innovation. Right. This is something that I give uh, a little bit more of my time right now to get with the roasting and the barista thing. It's a barista tool innovation. Innovation. Yeah, I've seen the tools. They're really, really good. Some are good. Some are. Some you still working on? Still working on it, but yeah. it's. Uh, I'm working on the uh, the big thing. Right. Something that's going to be even bigger than what I made. That's not in the market today. It's not in the market. Oh, it's no. coming. Uh, this I'm working on it. Nice. Because nice. I get so so many ideas while working with special coffee, so it's crazy. Yeah. Some are good. Some are very bad. It's just to find the one and yeah. be able to, to move more. Yeah. So this is this question is two parts. So it's uh, what's your favorite coffee and and what it means is the one part is how do you like to prepare your favorite way. So for me it's a Chemex every morning. Uh, and uh, what's your favorite origin? Yeah. So those are the two parts. Preparation yeah. and origin. Yeah, the the, fa the my popular my best origin the one I love is Panama. Okay. In the Buqueta and Volcan Volcan uh, area. Right. I've been there two times. The coves I got from there from uh, the produce some of the producers I work with crazy amazing. My absolutely fa favorite the last year was uh, Jose Alfredo the lot 227. It was uh, the best uh, coffee last year. I won the Brewers Cup and a world record breaker. So this, when I drink it, I just my my mind uh, travels somewhere else. It's mind blowing. I call it the magic gay science. Yeah. It was magic for me and for many people that have tasted. Right. Uh, the way I do it is uh, like a hand brewing the V60. Simple. I or a Kalita. Usually I brew it in the roaster while roasting. Yeah. Very simple. I like, I like to travel with the Kalita, the, the metal one, because yeah, it doesn't break, exactly. it's nice. It's, you know. I do um, the same. In, uh, where you live in Sweden, in which coffee shops can we find you? I live in Umea, is in the north of uh, Sweden, like one hour with a plane okay. in the north from Stockholm. One so hour from Stockholm? From Stockholm, right. so it's up in the north. Yeah, it's way up uh, in the north. People can find me at the coast of Sweden, the coffee bar. It's uh, the coffee bar, it's not just a coffee bar. We're trying to do, we're doing things that's very unique, right. not only for Sweden, but worldwide. Uh, so I, I'm there most of the days, uh, and other, my roster is like very close to it. Right. And it's one of the, pop, even when I'm not there, or I have a day off, I, I love to go there. It's just a bar, oh, really? okay. it's just like some chair, high chairs around the bar, not sofas, not, it's not a cafe environment. Yeah. It's a really bar that serves everything than uh, alcohol. Right. Everything that is coffee related uh, we serve. Very a lot good. of nitros and a lot of things like this. Nitros so, as well? Yeah, a lot of different kind of nitros with milk, without milk, wow. only coffee, cold brew, e-brick made that we do put in the keg and yeah, yeah, yeah. put nitro. So we have like six different nitro styles. Oh, wow. Is nitro style. really popular now in, in, in uh, Alma? It's getting more okay. and more. The first year we opened, it wasn't so popular. Now, uh, the first days of the summer, they got hot and all these things, we are like, so we don't have time to make. So when someone comes in and they, and they see the, the lever and they ask if you serve beer, what do you say? Yeah, usually they come and they know it's coffee. Okay. Uh, but uh, the, the tourist, but do, but the do tourist know doesn't know. The tourist yeah, doesn't yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but do they know Nitro? No? Yeah, it's getting more and more uh, well yeah. known. Some of the big chains, they start to make Nitro too, so it's easier for us, the smaller too. Yeah. People already know, they have maybe tried, they have seen it, so they know, oh, Nitro, I want to try. This is interesting for me because the whole of South Africa, there's maybe one Nitro bar okay. in, in Johannesburg, so just starting. Mm -hmm. uh, perfect day, if you can have a perfect day, what does it look like? Perfect day, wake up, 
not so early in the morning. Right. Uh, get an amazing coffee in my bar uh, to wake up, then take one more on the hand and go and watch football while my, while my kids are playing. I mean, it's, it cannot be better. I feel, it feels sometimes that we live and we work the whole day, we enjoy the working with coffee, but the absolute highlight is when we, we are there looking at them. Yeah. That's a perfect day. It's an absolute pleasure. Thank yeah, you so thank much. Thank you very much. Appreciate <laughs> it, man. No worries. Can Thank I, you very much. Thank can I take you. one more picture? Of course. Yeah. Uh, in the corner? Yeah. So the first question is going to be, who is Kira Ebden? Is it Kira, Kira, Kira? Kira. Kira Ebden. Uh, so I'm self-taught barista. Really? Say that. Yep. So I uh, started off doing a lot of pub work, right. uh, hospitality trade since yeah. I was 15. Uh, and from there I've always had a passion for coffee. Right. The only one who ever actually did anything with the coffee machine, looked at the grinder, was on YouTube. Right. Um, so I've always kind of driven myself as much as I possibly can to improve standards and then eventually managed to get what you could call the dream job, right. which is training other people. I never had that when I was going up through right. the trade. So um, yeah, so now I work with Vatsa as a coffee trainer in the UK, uh, which is amazing. It's great. I get to do what I love to do, which is teach people yeah. and about one of the things I love the most, which is coffee, which is great. It's a good combo of things. Yeah, it is. It's actually ideal. <laughs> For a while, I didn't think the job existed. And, yeah. then, and then I found it two years ago. So. We might loop back to this, to, to what you just said with uh, some of the questions here. Mm -hmm. But uh, if you had to think back to one favourite childhood memory, maybe you have many. I think it would be my first pet coming home from school at six. What was it? And uh, my mum had got me a cat and it was right. just walking around in the living room. Right. And I'd begged for one, I think, for about two years. Right. <laughs> and that is my favourite childhood memory, coming home and finding that I Funny actually cat. had a cat that I begged we, for. Were you able to establish an emotional bond with the cat? Because yes. we have a cat, her name's mm -hmm. Emma, and um, she is a diva of note. And I've not been able to connect with her because I don't think, I think she thinks I'm not good enough for her, which... So, I'd probably, I, I, some people may say this quite a lot, but I think my cat was one of a kind. Okay. Um, it's a boy, I uh, had him 18 years. What's his name? Uh, his name was Gage. Nice. And uh, he was the soppiest cat. You had him for cat. 18 years? Yeah. Wow, isn't that quite long? For yeah, it's long for a yeah. cat. He's passed away now, but uh, very but how is, long. How many cats normally? Um, it depends on if they're pedigree or right. mongrel, um, but he was a crossbreed. Right. Um, okay. Tabby and I can't remember what the other one was. I think it might be Maine Coon. 
But 18 years um, sounds really long. Wow. Yeah, very yeah, long yeah. time. But he was the type of cat you'd pick him up and he'd put his paws around your neck, give you a cuddle, give oh. you a kiss. He oh. was amazing. I've had a cat since him and it wasn't the same. I had the same issue, bit of a diva. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Didn't really want to come and give you a cuddle or anything, yeah. so it's quite difficult. I can understand that. I uh, I got Emma from a from a shelter from uh, I rescued her as a kitty. Okay. And thank you very much. And um, um, I've just you know I got I, I rescued her from a shelter. I mean, and I've just never gotten any appreciation for it. So it's I like think... it's as if she's saying I should be lucky that I that you she chose <laughs> me to you know get from the shelter. I'm like. I think you find because it was a I didn't get my cat from a shelter, but. He was. Uh, he came from quite a. There was a lot of kids where he was while he was a kitten, yeah. and um, I think they. He had quite a bit of mistreatment. Like his whiskers had been clipped, and his tail would get oh. pulled. And it was a bit. I think once they've. It's like people, isn't it? You think of a child. The yeah. child was in sort of an environment where they wasn't safe. It yeah. would take a very, very long time to get yeah. them to gain you to gain their trust. Right. So I think it's a similar situation okay. to that. Uh, I need to get a dog. Um, <laughs> if you could have a do-over in life, mm-hmm. if you think you need one, what would you do differently? I would travel. More? Well, I haven't really, never really did travelling. Um, I've been places, but I never did the travelling scene. Everyone I went to school with did. That is one thing that I would change. I would have done the travelling scene yeah. through my late teens, early 20s. Yeah. That is one thing that I definitely would do you, make it so, you make it sound like you run out of time to do that though. No, I mean, I know you, I can still do it now, but I feel like that was the prime time that I could have done it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know And then uh, any specific sort of parts of the world you'd want to really uh, spend time in? I'd love to do um, like backpacking from Vietnam. Oh, that'd be amazing. That'd be probably the dream <laughs> yeah. to go and I've do heard, that. Uh, I've heard Cambodia is very underrated. Yeah. And apparently Cambodia is re- nicer than Vietnam. And I hear Vietnam is amazing. Mm-hmm. I know quite a few people that have done Vietnam. Yeah. Um, I know quite a few people that have done Thailand as well, Australia. Yeah. And but everybody who's done has said Vietnam, amazing. Yeah. I have a, a um, I have some contributors to my blog, mm-hmm. so they send me stuff and um, I put that up. There's a there's a there's a post about Vietnam on the blog, traveling to Vietnam and mm-hmm. coffee and blah blah blah. So it, it sounds amazing. I mean, it's, yeah, definitely. It's, it's I think there, yeah, that would be the dream. I mean, I know I can definitely still do that now, yeah. but yeah, yeah. priorities change, and you know, you have to you have to work, you have to earn a living. So. <laughs> what do you feel most proud of? Um, I think it would be recapping, going back to the first question, um, the fact that I had the driving passion to teach myself everything that I know. Um, I mean, now, yeah, I've had help and assistance. Um, however, a lot of it was me just solely wanting to learn. Yeah, yeah. I am that type of person anyway, but in I don't know if there's any other people that are going to listen on this and they've came from the hospitality trade, they'll know that there was never really a market for <laughs> training people up and improving the quality of coffee. Yeah. It was never really looked at. Um, so I think for me doing that and improving myself and then getting to where I am now I think that would probably be one of the things I'm proud of the most because you're self-taught were, were there things that in the beginning you were doing terribly wrong oh no I've got no doubt I reckon there was um, <laughs> but if I'm I take I always think of any criticism as constructive 
I'm not the type of person where it's like, well, that person said I've done that wrong, yeah, yeah. and we'll take it to heart and think it's a, a criticism of the work that yeah. I'm doing. Um, so there has been. So we had example uh, a pub that I worked in, and I had one day training, and they didn't teach me anything about the grinder. Uh, didn't have to ever touch it. The engineer did it and put a line on it, and that was it. And you didn't touch it again until they came back. Um, and I remember thinking that can't be right because they've told me that it should I should be aiming for a target time of this but it's on this so it can't be right how do I do it so I think getting looking through as much uh, online materials as I possibly could to find out how to do it I'm pretty sure there was probably some things I was doing wrong along the way <laughs> but the passion and the drive to get it right was there yeah, yeah. So, so yeah i I would love to not know <laughs> yeah. if I was doing anything wrong. Um, but I think there probably was a couple of things, yeah. I'll hold my hands up to that. So how do you get the best out of a student that you're training? Is, um, it, is it that you're... It's about gauging the person. Okay. I think you can never um, pinpoint and say every single person is the same. You can't you have, have different a blanket teaching technique. styles for different kind of personalities? Yeah, and so we have a different teaching style dependent on the student okay. and also have a different teaching style dependent on the person. Right. I mean, there's three of us in the training department and we're all completely different. None right. of us teach the same. Um, so I... And there's no right or wrong way? No, there is. It's completely personal it's like to you. getting the best out of the students. Yeah, and yeah. it's personal to you as well. To do training, you need to have a personality. You have to. You can't yeah. be a type of person who just stands there and has one tone, right. delivers a message, that's it. Right. You need to create a vibe in the right. room that you're in. Um, I probably have, out of the three of us, a bit more of a structured approach, if you want to call it that. Uh, but then I've come from that. Yeah. So that's yeah. just the way I am. But it works. And it hasn't hurt you? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it, and it works. You have sometimes, it depends on how much they know as well. Uh, if they're quite knowledgeable already, then you can take the whole session on a different angle. Right. Um, and go a different direction to get the same result, if not better. However, if you've got people that know nothing, you have to rein it back in and simplify stuff so the approach is completely different which you prefer people who know nothing or people who know i prefer bit? people that they're just a blank canvas they yeah, don't exactly. know anything and they want to absorb yeah. everything yeah. like sponges yeah. when they come in yeah, yeah. that's that, that is my ideal um my ideal person yeah. to train i'd say if uh, you could keep only three positions mm -hmm. what would they be and why and i mean material things uh, <laughs> and I say that because I had an interview and someone said love, and I went, no, no. <laughs> um, well, what would be three material things? Um, I would say, very tacky, but I have a milk jug that is has my name engraved on it. Right. And that was a big achievement, that was. Um, <laughs> the milestone. Nice. Um, so that, I'd keep that. Do you mean a milk jug for frothing? or? Uh, yeah, okay. so for milk steaming. Yeah. Um, and it was given to me for passing some of my uh, exams and everything. So right. that for me is for an achievement of going, nice. I did that. Nice. That would be one thing. Uh, two more, it's hard. I'm not a very material person, so it's really difficult. I could do without my phone. <laughs> my phone can stay behind. Um, so that's so that's new. No, no one says that. Yep. Normally one of the three is the phone. Yeah. I'm not a huge phone person. I'm not a material person. I don't really have that much, that many things yeah. that I would need. Um, I have a ring that I'm wearing now, actually, which yeah. is my Nan's engagement ring. I right. would keep that. Right. Um, is your Nan still with us? Or? Yeah, still, still, okay. still with okay. us. Um, right. And there is 
Does your nan like coffee? No. Yeah. Tea. It's always the case. Old English lady loves yeah. tea. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I think the third one would be a necklace that my nan gave me, and that necklace has got a picture of me when I was born and oh, a lock wow. on my hair. Oh wow! That would be the three things. An actual lock of your hair. Yeah, when what? I was a baby, when I was little. Wow. Apparently quite blonde when I was little, which I didn't know. That's a really good idea. So yeah. I've just had twins; they're three months old. Oh, okay. Now's the time to do this kind of thing. I think. Yeah. That sounds really cool. Tiny little picture in a locket and then cut wow. off a little bit of the hair, yeah. Um, is there something you're super passionate about? I think it's probably the training. Yeah, training. Yeah. I like to help people. Right. I'm a helper. I like yeah. helping people and my way of doing that is... You were saying earlier that like coffee and the training is this perfect match, blah, blah, blah. If, if if life was any different, would you be teaching anything else? Like, you know, I don't know, kindergarten um, or whatever? Well, I've always come from, uh, so I used to do a lot of management in pubs and restaurants and everything. So I've always kind of been in a semi-teaching role. Right. Um, I think if I wasn't doing it in coffee, I think I would still be doing a teaching role. Yeah. I definitely think I would. Yeah. What that would be, I don't know. Okay. But I think for me, I am that type. I've always been that yeah. way inclined favorite coffee origin and favorite way to prepare coffee Ooh. for yourself not for um it's tricky that one i'd say my favorite origin is rwandan uh -huh. however uh -huh. i have not had that many good rwandans right um but my favorite preparation methods, and it's only because it's very new, okay. and it's actually a colleague that's got me into it, is uh, Bricky. Is what? Bricky. What is that? So it's uh, Greek, some may say Turkish. Uh, yeah. Should kill me if I said that. <laughs> uh, it's a Greek brewing method. Mm. And it's done all by infusion and heat, and yeah. I she, think because it's so different, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And my reaction then to that question, when she said that my reaction was also and then what what, what <laughs> uh, in which coffee shops are we likely to bump into you back home oh um main ones you'll probably find me in would be ozone coffee roasters i've heard about ozone yeah um and so many now in london it's really hard they are everywhere um I'm quite a fan of trying to find that because what you find now in London is there's a lot popping up. Yeah. Several of them popping up of yeah. the same brand. Yeah. Um, I quite like to seek out one that just it's just that one. Independent. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah just that yeah. one independent I know one. I know um, but it's quite difficult. I'd probably say Ozone at the moment, um, just because I've had some really good coffees in there lately. Yeah. Um, and the staff are always really friendly, and will have a really good talk with you. A friend of mine is uh, South Africa's is a three-time South African national barista champion and mm -hmm. a two-time African barista champion. Ozone's his favorite coffee shop, anyway. Yeah, I, I love and it. I've never been. You should go. Yeah, yeah. If, you, if you're in London. Also, also, I, I thought I had gone to, I had visited all the sort of really good speciality coffee shops, but I've done a few of these interviews now. All the names people are mentioning, I've not been. <laughs> so I've done Monmouth, I've done... Uh, yeah, that's know. a very good one, yeah, yeah as well. Yeah, I really enjoyed that one. Um, you find that, so Shoreditch is the place yeah, to yeah. be for yeah, coffee. Yeah. Um, but you find a lot of the ones um, are hidden. 
on some of the little side streets oh, yeah, that you yeah, wouldn't yeah. know uh, there. There is an app you can get. It's called uh, the London Coffee app. Oh, it, or it, Best it, Coffee in London, there's two. Is it any good? Um, and it will, wherever you're stood, it will flag up the nearest locations to you for coffee and you can okay. flick through, select right. an area you're going to be in and it will tell you every single speciality coffee shop. User reviewed or? Yeah, it's an amazing app. Okay. We, uh, all of um, us in the UK, we all use it. It's amazing. All right, let's check that out. Yeah, you should. I definitely would. I suggest you do. Um, you have a day to yourself. You can do anything you want. Mm-hmm. All day, no responsibilities really. What would you do? Duvet day. I love nice. a duvet day. I like an honest answer. Movies, under a duvet, in my pyjamas. Yeah. Not having to do anything. That yeah. is my ideal day. Awesome. This was an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much Thank for doing Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I will, uh, oh, I need to get your details because I need to, I want to tag you when this is up. E-N-D-E-L-L. Happy. So you're talking to that, oh. I'll ask the question, right? Okay. What's the so, question, yeah? So who is Abdul Arundel? Abdul Arundel is a crazy uh, coffee lover from Amsterdam. And your favorite childhood memory? When My you were favorite young, childhood, childhood memory, memory was um, when I uh, 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 played outside and it was very, very dark and I like football. Yeah. And my mom says, no, no, come inside. No, 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 no. There's still some lights. There's some still lights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was playing till the lights go off. And it was like 11, uh, 11 uh, o'clock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was my, uh, yeah, that was the thing that I, um, yeah, that keeps in my head now. Nice, nice. If you could do something over in life, would, is there anything you would do different? Yeah, start, uh, start earlier with coffee. Really? Yeah, of course. What age you start with coffee? Uh, I am now in 11 years in the coffee business. Yeah. But I'm 38. Right, so you would have wanted to start when? I was starting like 16 or something. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So obviously you're enjoying it. Of course. So today at 38, what do you feel the most proud of of your life so far? What? What's the question? What do you feel the most proud of of your life so far? Yeah, I'm standing here. Yeah? Yeah. Because otherwise you would be where? Otherwise I was standing working, just working with just regular people. So you're enjoying the industry? Yeah. yeah. I like to share the, uh, in, uh, the, 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 the knowledge with people. And accept the knowledge from people. Yeah. And that's the and then you can get it here, you yeah. know, yeah. from internationally as well. Because you have you have to see it like this. I'm always constantly working in Amsterdam, so my customers are from Amsterdam, but now they're from everywhere, from Johannesburg, from uh, Italy. from Italy. So a different point of view gives you a bigger picture of how actually the coffee scenes works. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And that I like. That, that's why I like it because yeah. I'm just. I'm meeting more people now in coffee than I ever met before in my exactly. life. I love that. And normally you have Instagram, you're like, you're chit-chatting with each other, but you cannot taste it. You cannot see the expression. Yeah. You cannot feel the energy from the people. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Uh, if I told you, yeah. you can keep only three possessions, three things, what would it be and why? My family. Because I have three kids. And uh, oh, right. yeah, yeah, three kids. Uh, one, three, and seven. Wow, boys, girls, But that's both. what I know of. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't see that <laughs> Yeah, that's what I know of. Yeah. So family? Yeah, family, uh, my uh, jeans, yeah. and coffee. Nice. Because my nickname is Achi Coffee Denim. Achi Coffee Denim? Yeah, Achi means brother. Yeah, yeah, I know Achi. Yeah, yeah. Habibi. Yeah. And then uh, coffee is coffee, and denim is, uh, you see, blue, denim. Nice. Yeah, Achi Coffee Denim. What would you want your tombstone to say one day? On my tombstone. So, yeah, so here lies Achi Kofi Denim and then... Nothing. Nothing. You don't Just want, nothing. You don't want a Just tombstone? Just plain. Just your name? Just plain. Yeah. Just plain. And when people come, they think, why is this plain? And then they're going to Google it. 
and then they say, ah, oh, this guy, yeah, he now I life. understand. He lived the life. Yeah. They look at my, what I left, not my name. Yeah. They look what they are. Oh, this guy was, yeah, the funny guy in the coffee industry. Yeah. But he was fun, but still I taste some seriousness. Yeah, yeah I, know what you mean. I know what you mean. So I don't need a, like, ah, oh, this guy was blah, blah, blah. No, man. Yeah. Just plain. Do you have a passion project, something you like working on, something you are passionate about? There are some few. Yeah, name one. one I that can't you say that, with? man. It's secret society, man. Is it secret society? <laughs> yeah, secret society. Is there, is there a patent pending? Yeah, it's yeah. like, shh, I can't tell that, man. Yeah. I'm happy with that. <laughs> I Otherwise, I get fired. <laughs> <laughs> um, so your favorite kind of coffee, so two things. The way you like to make it and origin. Uh, Aeropress yeah. and awesome fruitiness. Okay, anything that's awesome and fruity? Fruity, like yeah, yeah. especially African coffees. They're, they're most of the time fruity, yeah. but uh, it has to be a little bit light roast. Do you know my Aeropress has been lying in my in, a, in the original box for five years now? Should I take it out? No, give it to me. Yeah, why? Because yours is... Yeah, because mine's already fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> and they're quite expensive though. I sent the email to uh, the Aeropress, send me a new one. Yeah, yeah. They don't reply. They don't, re <laughs> no. they don't reply. No. And you didn't, you didn't receive it. But they still receive it. Yeah. So now it's uh, yeah. It has to be that you're using it for nothing. And because I'm using my Chemex every day. My Aeropress is just in the box. So next time I come to Amsterdam, yeah, I'll bring yeah. It to you. Do that. Do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then in which coffee shops in Amsterdam can I bump into you? Uh, normal speciality coffee shops, not Amsterdam coffee shops. Yeah, but that's the difference. Yeah. In Holland, we don't say coffee shops. Okay. We say espresso bars. Ah, because okay. coffee shop is like, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. that's why you I know, needed to yeah, make yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So which espresso bars can I bump into? You? Uh, back to black. I've never been. Is this good? Why not? I don't know. I don't yeah. want to brag, but we have the highest rates in Amsterdam. Really? Yeah, you know foursquare. You, you know foursquare.com? Yeah, yeah. Nine point seven. We have. Wow. Wow. Do I have to say more? So, for example, where is uh, lot sixty one? Where would they rate on foursquare? I can't say that, man. <laughs> <laughs> what but is the only thing I know? We are number one. Yeah. So I don't care okay. about the rest. I, ca I come back for that one. Uh, what other one should I try? Yeah. Um, okay. So this is a very important question, yeah. Because what I'm trying, to, what I'm going to try to ask you is, uh, what are you looking for? You're looking for the uh, specific, the quality of the barista, yeah. or specific to the quality for the how this, the, the the shop looks like. Ah, see, or how a, you this, look for, or you're looking for. This is a good question. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because if you look at the bigger picture, yeah. then there's only one shop in whole Amsterdam. Yours? No. Ooh. Because I have to be humble. Right. You know? Right. So I give this to my friends. Who it's is a it? Call, it's called Tractera. I don't know these people. I thought I knew everyone. Yeah, yeah, no, no. This is a small shop. Yeah? And these guys, I think they are legend, man. They, they, they get they, what they're doing. It's like really giving the uh, the skills. They pronounce the skills, so they're using minimum uh, uh, of uh, a budget. They right. have a, a two second hand Lamasuko. La it's a small shop. They 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 don't put a lot of money in the in, in the interior, but the coffee itself, where it got, where it's actually like the core of business, which matters. spotless, wow. spotless. Wow, oh. I need to go to this place. You and I should keep in touch because I, yeah, when yeah, I come yeah, back. No. I need to see you. Uh, what does a perfect day look like? You can have any day, what does it look like? My perfect day? Yeah, yeah. When I wake up, actually when I get slapped, wake up by the kids. <laughs> 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 That's actually the perfect day. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, 
I bring them to school on my bike because yeah. I have a bike and then I have three kids. One is on my back, like a uh, uh, carry thing on my belly like this. Yeah, yeah. And then the other one is sitting on the, uh, at the front yeah. and the other one sitting on the front. Right. So I have three. Right. So we're cycling, bam, 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 bam. Drop the, old, the two oldest, bring to school, yeah. give him a kiss. Then I go to, uh, uh, to my coffee place. Start a nice good filter coffee nice. Oh, with a nice canola bulle. Yeah. You know the Swedish thing? Yeah, what's that? Yeah, the cinnamon. They call it cinnamon roll. All right, yeah. But we saw the canola bulle. I don't know why they call it canola bulle. Yeah. That's my perfect start of the day. So a good espresso of a good uh, filter coffee with a nice pastry. Nice. And then I don't care what happens. <laughs> okay. I don't long, care what happens. As long as you started right, everything yeah, else yeah, is yeah, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. If, if someone messed up my filter, I give him a one on Instagram. I'm giving him a one. Wow. It's important, man. It's important, man. We are coffee. We have a coffee nerds, so you have to start good. Yeah. yeah you yeah. have to start good. Yeah. But the problem is, not everyone has the same passion as you and I. You know, to, to give you to, to give you that kind of quality. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like more like like a, a standard. Oh yeah, can I have espresso? Oh yeah, and then it's like done. Yeah. yeah. Like, bam, 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 espresso. But if you look at the barista. It doesn't. It doesn't put everything in it. He doesn't care. He doesn't care. Yeah. He just puts the button. Bam. Yeah. So what's the difference between this barista and to go to Starbucks? Right. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you see at the at the energy that he puts in it. Yeah. Then you have a, 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 a nice discussion, a debate. Yeah. You know, if you don't like it, if you don't like it, but if he's pushing it, walk away. Oh, here's your espresso. Yeah. Where's the debate? And there's a bad attitude and blah, bad attitude, blah, blah, blah. things yeah, yeah. he's like, oh, like, oh, yeah. like, oh, no, yeah. man, you cannot look, oh, well, I pay your salary, bro. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's the important thing. You yeah, know? I pay your salary. Exactly. Without me, you don't have a yeah, job. Exactly. You know? Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I think that's uh, the thing that we need to change. It's so, so good to meet you, man. That's it? That's it. Oh, really? Yes. Now we're going to take a picture. Now I take a picture of you and then we're done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when you're ready, we'll go. So who is Ryan Watson? I am the engineering manager for Bailey's Coffee Company, or Roastery. We change our name all the time. I'm from Belfast, Northern Ireland. I'm 26. Belfast. Yeah, Belfast. Uh, I've just bought a house, so I'm super nervous all the time. Because now there's real debt, right? There's, That's like, there's, there's real you don't know debt until now. there's like 200k over your head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm I feel the same. I feel the same. Um, and the beards come on for how long now? I'm gonna say four years now. Yeah, okay. Four years. It's, uh, it takes a bit of getting used to, like, can't eat soup. <laughs> Need to take mayo off my burger. <laughs> well, you know, it, uh, it does its thing. And your mom still likes you though, right, with the beard? She likes it, like, trim, more trimmed. Yeah. Um, sometimes she hates it. Like, it's quite, it's neater now for the show than it normally would be. It's like, <laughs> normally like a ZZ top like scraggy one yeah yeah um, what's your favourite childhood memory that, I, that was the only question that stopped me I don't know if I would have favourite I uh, you could do 10 if you want my whole childhood I just like having fun you know I was just messing about yeah um, skiing we used to do a lot of skiing as kids so I'd say like yeah probably one of the skiing trips would be my favourite thing I just like getting out and just falling down the slopes yeah my favorite thing about my childhood was not having a mortgage, which yeah. is nice, <laughs> which, is, which is cool. Uh, don't worry, my parents are so angry. <laughs> exactly, you know? I'd say that, yeah. And then just playing with my brothers, got two little brothers, so quite close. Yeah. 
if you could do have a do-over in life, what would you do differently, if anything? I would do it all the time. No, I would try harder in university because I was just really? a, I was just a messer. Um, you like, taking the piss. I was just taking the absolute piss. <laughs> um, you know, like not turning off, blah, blah blah. And then you're like, this will never matter. And then it's you know, now ten years later or whatever, you're like, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What did you study? Uh, mechanical engineering. Mechanical engineering. Yeah, I did industrial engineering. It's pretty similar then. Yeah. Dropped out out of the first semester. It sucks. Because, <laughs> Jesus, it was, I was really bad. I was like too immature. I think like if I went now, it'd be great. Yeah. Um, but, no, wasn't for, wasn't for me. And uh, today, what do you feel most proud of so far? Like today in the show? No, just since birth, what do you feel most proud of? I'm pretty proud of like my attitude. I'm like a bit of a mess. I don't think stuff gets me down that often. And... It's kind of my motto is to just like joke around, have fun. There's nothing that really can't be fixed by joking around, or there's no situation that you can't joke around in. Yeah. That I find. Yeah. And then, um, if you could keep only three positions, what would they be and why? Motorbike. Right. Wi-Fi router. TDS meter. I like it. I like it. Uh, what do you want to be known for one day? What do you want your tombstone to say? What do I want my tombstone to say? Or what do I want to be known for? Because I'd, like, I'd have like a funny tombstone, like, I don't know, something like Paul's halfway through. It's like, read the other side or something. <laughs> <laughs> Here lies, like, enter name. <laughs> yeah, insert name, yeah. yeah. I like it. What do I want to be known for? Um, I want to be known in, like, the engineering world for designing stuff. Like, I'm always trying to design or improve on... Uh, stuff that's out there now so that's what we do at work quite a lot is like customize stuff yeah. and see if we can make it in any way better so something like that I want like a class invention yeah very cool very cool um, is there a passion project is there something that you're I do yeah I've got a patent pending so I don't really want to interview oh, about it okay. but cool. I it's something around the degassing of coffee beans it's like a, a unit that measures pretty much how coffee beans degas alright oh, um, oh, so it's just, for the industry yeah, like yeah, yeah. I just saw something and was like, let's see if we can. Uh, it's it's like a Raspberry Pi coding. Right. Um, let's see if we can do something for this. Um, I, I say right as if I know what you're talking about. It's like a computer thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, you've lost me already. Um, just pie. <laughs> <laughs> if you so favorite coffee, so both. Um, so that's a two part question. So how do you like to prepare it? The best way you like. It? So I, I like a Chemex. Okay. Uh, I do a Chemex every morning, and then also favorite coffee origin if you have one. I would go for a Kalita, which I don't normally use myself. So it has to be a Kalita made by Stephen, our roaster. Right. <laughs> is the caveat Kalita, and I probably say it's, it's got to be one of the geishas, one right. of the fans. Right. And every morning, what? How do you do the coffee? How would I do my own at home? Yeah. I've got a. Bonavita's like Bonavita Brewer, a cup brewer. So it's, okay. it's whatever I have from the night before. <laughs> nice. So in which coffee shops are you likely to bump into you at home? In which coffee shops? Um, I don't know how I get out that much. Um, all the ones in Belfast, so like the good ones, 5A, uh, General Merchants, Espresso Almonds, Does White Belfast Field. have a big community or? It's like, I would say it's big, it's nothing like London or whatever. Right. Um, it's pretty close knit and it's But there's pretty... a fair amount of like options. Yeah, I would say so. Okay, cool. Uh, what does a perfect day look like? In bed, just all day. Just... Super lazy, <laughs> like uh... put Netflix on, do nothing. 
Nice. Yeah. I like honest answers. I don't like people who go, oh, I'm going to be like, would, I'm going to go know. for a run or whatever. I'm going <laughs> to sit in bed. Brian, <laughs> <I'm gonna, laughs> thank you so much. Really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks so much. And I'll tag you. Oh, yeah, you got thank my you. Just a second. Can you please uh, um, smile at my camera? Just a second. So when I say it. so, yeah. I want you to breathe. And three, you're fine. Yeah. Okay? Don't smile before then, because... One, two, three. Okay, then another one. Uh, just move your hand as you are speaking with... Uh, with Andy, you know, yeah. because... <laughs> no, this is the Italian. <laughs> we don't do this. We don't do this. Have you ever seen an Italian type? <laughs> no, we, in a way, we do it, but not uh, like this. People like this. Oh, like this. <laughs> this. Is this a bad thing to do? That? No, it's a. What do you say? We saw we saw an Italian restaurant on Leicester Street, yeah. which uh, was called something like uh, La Torre like, di Pisa. La Torre di Pisa, and the eye was an actual pizza, like, like, uh, <laughs> like it was awesome. And I was with okay. Italians, I was like, <laughs> Is that, that's uh, Thank you very much. <laughs> you got it. Okay. I got it. <laughs> Thank you, dude. Perfect, man. Have a good time. Have you seen the photos of yesterday? Oh, crazy, yeah. yeah. I couldn't believe it. I, 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 the first thing I got here. Do you like it? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. Good first one, yeah? I want to get that started. Cool. Okay. Good to go? Yeah. So, who is Lily Papa Dimitriou? Did I say that correctly? Yes. Close enough? Close-ish. Okay. But, but as, as good as it can get, I think. Yeah. If for a non-Greek, as good as it can get. Yeah. Um, I actually didn't realise that was a question. <laughs> oh, I had to write my name. <laughs> um, so, who am I? I am a coffee trainer full of Vats UK. Um, I train baristas on a daily basis. I love coffee a lot <laughs> um, bit of a snob yeah. I think probably everybody on your blog is a bit of a snob yeah. but uh, including me yeah. uh, compared to the other trainers I think they call me the snob <laughs> which is uh, saying a lot which is saying a lot um, when a bunch of snobs call you the snob the that's snob. saying a lot yeah that's quite a bit um, why do they call you the snob I don't know I just think I have to have high standards <laughs> yeah. and um, I'm looking to, ex to make them narrower as yeah. days go on uh, yeah. <laughs> Um, but I just, it's just a, just looking for excellence, I think. And are you, are you, are you very difficult on your students then? Actually, no. I like, I think I find that kindness works better than being yeah. really strict for me. I think okay. it suits my personality a little bit better. So I try to sort of like ease people into being better yeah, yeah. instead of, or like tease them into doing it instead of sort of like, like no, being very strict and getting them to do it a different way, my way. I've been... I've been both ends of that scale, so I've, I've, I've been sort of, I started being very dictatorial and just kind of trying to force people to my will, yeah. and that just doesn't work. No. Now I'm trying to... People will people. do what they want to do. Exactly. Yeah. 
And now I'm trying to do what you're saying you're doing, which is trying to ease them into the into the learning. Yeah. You know, so. I mean, this is okay, but this way, try try this. Exactly. Just alter that and see what happens. Instead of um, where I was, I was yeah. like, what the f? Come on, <laughs> blah blah. Yeah. It just doesn't work. Yeah. Um, do you have a favourite childhood memory, and what is it? I do. Actually, I have very. I've got many favourite childhood memories, so this yeah. was actually a difficult one for me to answer. Okay. Um, but I think my favourite childhood memory, and this is going to sound like really cheesy, but I think it was spending time with my mum because I had a quite a lot to myself uh, for okay. for a long period of time, okay. um, and we spent a lot of time sort of like doing arts and crafts together, yeah. painting specifically. Yeah. Like she played marbles with me, which is. I saw on TV, so I thought that all kids had to play marbles, yeah. and she would just sit there for hours yeah. playing marbles. Both of us hated it; it was boring, but she did it anyway. So we had a, a nice time doing like bonding, right. like so bonding with mother daughter time. Right. Yeah. Is she still around? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's fresh in my memory because we were talking about it this weekend. So. Jesus, this interview would have gone totally different direction if you said no, she's not. Yeah, it really would. It would have gone really sad. I um. <laughs> I, uh, if there's one bit of guilt that I have, because I was born Catholic, so I'm just, I was born guilty. So if there's one bit of guilt my mom I have, too. <laughs> is that I, I didn't spend enough time with my mom. Yeah. So I moved her up to live with me uh, in January this year. Yeah. She stayed for two months and, she, and, and then said, actually, no, I need to go back home. Yeah. I can't live with you. <laughs> Not because you're shit, but because I just need to have my own space. Yeah, because she yeah. was used to it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, if you could have a do-over in life, yeah. and a lot of people say they don't need a do-over, but if you could yeah. have one, uh, what would you do differently? Um, I think for me personally, because I'm quite new to coffee, I think I would have got in a lot sooner because I've always, it's always been part of my culture and I grew up with it, but I never really got into brewing and making it myself. Okay. And I found that I very quickly became very into it very quickly. Um, so I think I'd get into coffee sooner, so to have that more that extra time to be even better at the point where I am now. So my, my journey into coffee was um, instant. Yeah. Then Nescafe instant, which then I went to Jacob's instant, which you know. Fancier and fancier. Yeah. Yeah. Then I started with a French press, and then somebody showed me a V60, yeah. and now I do a Chemex every day, all day, every day. Yeah. How did you get into it? Um, well. I'm, I'm Greek, so in right. Greece it's either instant coffee um, or briki, which is made out of a sort of like a, a well, Turkish coffee, but it, we call okay, it yeah, Greek yeah. coffee. Right, right. Um, so, <laughs> because we're Greek. Yeah, yeah. Um, but so it's either, so we'll have like instant coffee shaken up into something we call a frappe. Um, which was that was sort of my dad would drink in the summer at home. Um, maybe like I got into it like he put a ball of ice cream into it for me, so it was like nice. this sort of like instant coffee with ice cream, really creamy, sweet, nice. sort of yeah, like yeah. a great thing to get a child into coffee. Yeah. Um, sugar and, and the caffeine. Sugar Brilliant and combo. caffeine and cream. Um, that plus uh, sort of dunking my biscuits into my grandma's traditional Greek coffee in the morning growing up so that was started from like the age of three onwards which probably explains my hyperactivity yeah. um, which I wouldn't change <laughs> I, I, I have not met many people who dunk I dunk I'm you a dunker dunk. you have to dunk yeah. like, that's the best kind of breakfast it's, exactly. a, it's a traditional Mediterranean breakfast that Italians yeah. have seen me do it's like we do that like, I do that uh, like, it's just a thing it's, like, it's, just, it's the best way 
Um, so, what do you feel most proud of at the moment? Um, so, I think like the absolute pinnacle of pride of my life was, which got nothing to do with coffee, but when I was uh, when I was a kid, I was a competitive martial artist. Um, really? So, yes. So karate and jiu-jitsu mostly, some judo. But I don't talk about judo because I wasn't that good at judo. I didn't see this coming. Yeah, you see? Like you said. I don't know, it was yeah, purple. Yeah, exactly. um, so uh, specifically karate and jiu-jitsu I was really good at. Uh, and I'm, uh, so I, I was a multiple-time Greek champion in both Are you disciplines. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, my two skills in life, kicking people and karate. No, and coffee. <laughs> What does it feel to beat? What does it feel like to beat the shit out of someone? Is it? Is it well, it's non-contact. Um, so we were we were pretty much non-contact, and I did once hurt someone, and I got very upset. We both ended up crying. It was very embarrassing. Don't two, hurt someone. Two-time Greek champion. More than once. Wow. More than twice. More than twice. Yeah, That's yeah. insane. Yeah. It sounds like bragging now, but I'm quite proud of it. You should yeah, be. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I was quite wow. good at that. I didn't see that coming. You were right. <laughs> uh, if you could keep only three possessions, what would they be, and why? And you can't say that the third position is you want another possession. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like wishes. Um, so, what would I keep? Um, I need some. I need. I'd keep. Does a collection count? Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. Let's say okay. I'll I'll keep my ebook. Since you're a multiple time national martial arts champion, yeah. I'm gonna let you do whatever you want to do. Yeah. So. I keep my collection of books. Right. Plus Kindle. Well. Kobo. Nice. nice. Yeah. Um, so I keep my all my books so to keep myself entertained because I get bored easily. Um, something that I could like I'd keep all my music because music is really important to me as well. I don't play it but I love listening to it. Uh, I spend a lot of time at gigs and, and whatnot uh, and festivals. Um, and the the third possession will be my karate belt. Because right. it's the one I was awarded when I when I got my, my really black belt. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, what would you want your tombstone to say one day? Um, here lies Lily. She was awesome, and she lived life to the best of her ability. Nice. <laughs> Passion project? Do you have any? Um, I've only just started this one. Um, it's part of the training centre, and that's a globals. Um, sort of values and goals yeah. um, and it's something that's quite close to my heart and I'm really getting into recently is trying to make our training centre more sustainable okay. um, which includes uh, separating recycling more sort of trying oh, right. to find more energy uh, make the training centre more energy efficient things like that so just to try and optimise it so if anything it becomes less embarrassing uh, about how um, how unsustainable some, a training centre can be because we do get a lot of, a lot of waste um, and also just for the global factor and, and just trying to do your bit as well yeah. um, I'm slowly getting into it um, and I feel like it's going to be a real sort of like passion going forwards Are you getting the buy-in you need? To get, are you getting the buy-in you need in the relevant places? I'm trying yeah. they're trying I'm just, I've literally just started it this okay. week awesome. um, yeah. Favourite kind of brew method and or coffee origin? So, favorite coffee origin at the moment, and actually has been for maybe for the past year or so, would probably be El Salvador. Right. This was super sweet, super, yeah. just like really like lovely, juicy, lovely, lovely coffees. Yeah. Um, I've, I've never been disappointed by an El Salvador. Um, and I would say favorite brewing method, uh, probably a V60 or a Chemex. Uh, okay. Usually V60. Yeah, yeah. yeah, pour over. Yeah. Um, 
I tend to make more V60 than I do Chemexes, so yeah. they're probably it's probably my technique is more consistent with the with the V60, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. I uh, I've only recently gotten into El Salvador, but not because. So even though I'm from Africa, I I really like Latin American coffees. Yeah. So El Salvador is really good. Well, we don't have a lot of it in South Africa. Oh really? Yeah, yeah, but really, really good. When I do yeah. find it, it's what I order. Yeah, exactly. Um, so at home, which coffee shops are we likely to bump into? Um, I, I currently live in Ealing, um, so probably Artisan Coffee okay. uh, in Ealing Broadway. Um, probably Where's most likely. Ealing. Ealing is in London, in West London. Okay, right. So zone three <laughs> on the tube. <laughs> uh, where would it be? It's West London, let's say West London. Yeah, yeah. Artisan Coffee. Artisan Coffee, that's what it's called. Yeah, I need to put that on the list. So, so what are the, the, the sort of top coffee spots in London? Just some names in your mind. Yeah. Because I know the ones I've been to, I want to know if I've been to the, any good ones. Yeah, I mean, we go to, uh, me, myself and my team, we sort of go like together. We yeah. go, we'll go on excursions, so we'll go to coffee shops today. Um, and we tend to go to Tap quite a lot. So yeah, we have to Tap. Uh, there's, there's a couple of them. Uh, we go to the one on Wardour Street the most. I've never been to any of them. Damn it. Yeah, Which are the other ones? Um, How does Monmouth rate? Quite high. Okay. Yeah, quite high. Okay. I, it's in Covent Garden, so we, we go around that. We sort of centre ourselves around yeah. that way anyway. Um, Monmouth is quite high on that list. Okay. So go, if you wanted a quick coffee, uh, I would go into to Monmouth. Uh, that is if they don't have a massive queue out the door. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> of course. Um, we, I, I quite like Ozone as well. I've not been to Ozone either. <laughs> Damn it. You need but to get to yourself to London. I know, some about, I know about Ozone. Though. Someone yeah. told me you need to put this on the list. Yeah. So tap in Ozone. I need to. Ozone's great for food and coffee. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Breakfast? Brunch. Okay. We do right. brunch days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay. There's a, some awesome bubble and squeak with bacon. It's just, <laughs> it's the best. And it's honestly, it's like the pinnacle of brunch. Yeah. <laughs> and then all of the coffee is great. So if you had a day to yourself, nothing to do blah 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 how would you choose to spend yeah. it um i would get myself a packed lunch right and go to the beach nice. there's nothing better than being by the seaside right literally nothing better just sit there even if it's cold just sit there stare at the sea there's nothing better i've that. always said that i i know i would have made it if i can buy myself a beach house one day and buy buy myself a beach house one day i mean even if it's a tent on a beach somewhere that is just a spot yeah. on my own it'd be brilliant well, yeah. with my wife and twins I suppose yeah, so they can come yeah, exactly. they're, just, it's, it's must, they're, 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 they're yeah. sometimes nice I'm sure <laughs> Lily this was an absolute pleasure thank oh, you so much thank you thank you for being nice <laughs> it wasn't so bad right no it wasn't so bad yeah, yeah. I was so terrified thank you it was really good meeting you <laughs> thank you you too and hopefully that's usable and I'm not terrifying I'm worried about this music but I think yeah. we'll find something yeah 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 cool. And if, if, if the audio doesn't work, I'm going to... Uh, yeah, yeah, so in the coffee plantation, people are coming to train about coffee and to know uh, what does it mean being a farmer. So right. we go in the, in the fields and we pick the cherries, uh, we do the, the pulping, we do the selection of the beans, wow. we do natural Teach them how to honey and the uh, wash process. And then we follow what also is happening in the coffee nursery. So we take the small seed and we plant in there. Then the, the other, the, 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 the bigger plants, we plant into the soil. And so we see how to dry coffee, mechanical and African beds. And we do manually. So people are just very manual things that people are doing during the campus. 
and then we do the coffee classrooms. So I teach people how to roast coffee, how to cup coffee, uh, how to do espresso and cappuccino, how to brew with pour over methods. Right. The coffee, because uh, we in the coffee cooperative nearby, yeah. uh, we have the classrooms for that. Wow. And uh, we do what else? Sensory roasting, yeah, all the, all the path of the Specialty Coffee Association training campuses. Okay. And, uh, and then also we enjoy knowing the farmers in their home. Right. So usually for dinner, uh, we usually we are hosted by some families, very poor, you know, course, yeah, yeah. and we eat with them. Wow. Being together with the child and with children. So you also know them, yeah? Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is also something uh, very nice, and this project is called Umami, you know, the fifth taste, yeah, yeah. Area Honduras. Wow. Umami Area Honduras. I don't know what you want to talk about, if you want to do the book, if you want to do that, because they're both amazing stories. Yeah, that's very nice. Maybe we talk about people. this project, yeah? Yeah, yeah if you like it, uh, it's a ple- pleasure for me, I mean, yeah. Uh, Andre, how do I say the name? Andre, Andre Godina. Godina, okay. Yeah. So what they will do when they when they edit when they edit the final thing? Uh, actually, no, I'm recording. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. Ready? Yeah. Okay. Um, so who is Andre Godina? Ah, that's a good question. <laughs> because we are in a coffee exhibition, I would say that I'm a coffee expert. I did a PhD in coffee in sensory analysis at the University of Trieste. Wow. And this is, I would say, my who, who I, may, I am here in the coffee exhibition. Outside, I'm a biker, passionate, road bike. I love a lot to bike my bicycle. And uh, I'm a passionate about young people. I like the idea to transfer my knowledge to young people. So that's why I'm also a trainer. So someone that uh, trains people how to select a coffee, how to build up a successful micro-roastery, uh, train people how to cup a coffee, or how to prepare the perfect espresso, or how to blend coffees in the Italian tradition. Yeah. I wasn't even aware that you could do a PhD in, in coffee. Yeah. So that's interesting. Yeah. Um, I spent four years of my time uh, after I, I graduated in uh, statistics right. at the University of Trieste, for years uh, studying how the consumer perceives uh, the quality of the espresso cup. Okay. So how our sense organs works, uh, how we perceive everything that comes from the cup in terms of uh, volatile aromas, tasties, mouthfeel, aftertaste, and how the consumer perceives it. So at the end of these four years, I discovered that espresso and coffee in general, but espresso coffee beverage is something very complex. Uh, usually people are not conscious about what they are tasting right. and smelling. And that at the end, the coffee consumer needs a lot of education. Yes. That until now, actually, there, there was not. But now we start to educate the consumer. So I feel like understanding the flavor profile of yeah. a pour over is so much easier than an espresso because an espresso is a bit of a shock to the system no? yeah. yeah and also if you are thinking from a chemical point of view espresso probably is the most complex chemical really? beverage that we are drinking in our daily life think that uh, 
only the aromatic compounds uh, in a cup of espresso are between 800 to 1000. Only wow. the aromatic volatile compounds. Wow. So something unbelievable, I mean, so complex. Yeah, exactly. And then makes the espresso something that we, I mean, how to say, that makes our lives something better. Right. Because we can enjoy it and it has a very deep impact yeah. in our life. And if you understand the flavor you are tasting, you'll enjoy the coffee more. Absolutely. So this is why the education Absolute. is so important. Absolute. Yeah? <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so going back to your childhood, do you have a favorite memory? <laughs> <laughs> My go, goodness. go as far back as you want. Okay. I think I was like five years old. All right. uh, I was living with my parents in the countryside nearby Trieste, so in the northeast of Italy, nearby the border with Slovenia. And so we were in a small village. And so maybe what I liked the most was riding my bicycle. You know, the small one? Right. Maybe it was the first time. And How many uh, wheels on that small one? Two or three? Three, of <laughs> course. <laughs> At the beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember that they enjoyed so much. So right. probably this one. So right. no coffee at the time. But I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, so far, it sounds like you've had a very interesting life so far. Yeah. yeah. Much more to come. Yeah. Uh, but if you could do something differently, would you? Is there anything? Okay, the first answer, I would say not, but it's, I mean, the fake answer, because probably yes, I'm just thinking about that, and uh, I think that I would do the, the sailor. Yes? The same sailor? The, oh, the, yeah, yeah. The, the one that is driving the, the sailing boat. Yes. Yeah. To study that, you mean? Yeah. Oh, wow, okay. Because when I was a child, uh, I did, uh, like, the sailing... Uh, courses yeah, nearby yeah. because I was interested that it's a city on the sea. Yeah. And so when I was child, yeah, I liked it a lot that, right. but then I didn't continue. Okay. So probably in a second life or a second chance, if I have in my life, right. probably the sea would be my, my you know, yeah, how to say, yeah, topic. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my wife just had, uh, had twins. You know there's twins, two yeah, yeah, twins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if I could do things over again, I would rather have one, not two. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is something more serious compared yeah, exactly. my argument. <laughs> um, what do you feel most proud of now? You were talking about the farm earlier. There's the book you've just written. I would say, okay, my barista book is something that I'm proud for sure. But compare about having a farm and having the responsibility of giving salary to people, That's poor amazing. people and also because also we want with this farm having a social impact in the area where we have the coffee plantation so i think that the most uh, thing that i'm proud is uh, that when i go to my coffee plantation when i organize coffee campus i do coffee education for these poor people for free for them so it's free for them right free for okay. them so I think that the most interesting and the most valuable, valuable uh, thing that I can give to these people is knowledge. Because knowledge will be part of their soul, uh, part of their business, and nobody is going to take it out in a certain way. Right. Nobody, nobody can store right. knowledge from Nobody from will someone. take that away from them anymore. 
right. again. Yeah, they can't. So probably is this. Yeah, very good. Um, if you could keep only three material things, <laughs> yeah, an iPhone, yeah. Chemex, whatever. Okay. If you could keep just three things, what would it be and why? I'm sorry for coffee people, <laughs> the coffee patient, but my road bike. Right. right. My road bike. Yeah. Commandante, right? To grind the coffee, yeah. And uh, Bucky machine, Bucky espresso machine. That it's a small espresso machine. Yes. That it's made in Italy, a niche machine to to make the espresso that I'm using every day at home. That you put on a, you know, a stove, I mean, or a gas heater or electrical heater. Okay. That can produce nine bar for the extraction. Wow. Okay. And that I'm using for the espresso because. I'm so passionate about coffee, but the, in my in my in my soul, there is only the espresso method. Right. Because with the espresso method, I'm pretty sure that we extract all the good things that there is inside the, the, the beans, the roasted right. beans, in some way. And so I would say these three things. Which is interesting because a lot of people would say. Uh, the pour over method. Yeah. So Chemex or V60, blah blah blah. I'm so, so sorry for these people <laughs> because they are just drinking a small percentage of what you can extract from a coffee roasted powder. Wow. And the espresso can extract the, the, the most. Yeah. So espresso, I'm so sorry for them, but no, I mean, I'm a little bit joking. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I'm, yeah, yeah, that's it. So, one day when you die, they will put up a nice tombstone. Maybe you want your ashes to be scattered at the ocean, blah, blah, blah. What do you want to be known for when you, when you finally leave this earth? Uh, someone that uh, helps uh, people to, um, to realize their uh, dreams. Uh, because in my profession in these years, it's... Uh, to give the opportunity to people to grow and to realize in their dreams. Especially, I work a lot with barista or coffee professionals that they want to start a new business or they want to make it something better in their business. So I like the idea that I'm part of this process, giving them my knowledge that I, I had in this year from the PhD, from consultancies that I do. So I would like to be remembered by that. What is the name of the farm? Uh, Finca Rio Colorado. And is that the project right now that you're most passionate about? Absolutely, yes. Because it's related to poor people, to human beings, and in a, some way to give to them something that uh, nobody now it's possible that they are giving them. I mean, knowledge, uh, friendship, friendships, and uh, to let these people be known all over the world. Right. No, like in the, in the specialty coffee market and community. So I don't need to ask you this because you've said it now, but yeah. the question is, what is your favorite brew method? And it's the espresso. Okay, yeah, the espresso, but if we can go over that, yeah, yeah. I would say that in pour over methods, I like a lot of V60, okay. the Hario one. Uh, because uh, the beverage is very clean, uh, we use paper that in some way takes out the solids. So when you drink it, it's bright. Right. And uh, it's uh, my first 
put over metal that I use it. Right. So probably also this is the reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I started with uh, uh, with V60 and now I'm on a Chemex and so yeah. every morning it's Chemex. Every morning, every yeah. day. Yeah. Um, in which coffee shops are we likely to bump into you at home? Is there is there a regular one or? Uh, you mean I'm sorry the, the, the coffee shop where I like it to go? Yeah, yeah where you my go favorite. many times, yeah. Uh, now in the last year I'm traveling a lot, right. so <laughs> to be honest, don't have a home. Right. I mean, I have an apartment with my bed, but right. I'm at home like two, three days per month. Wow. Okay. But if I should choose one, uh, I was living in Florence for three years, so my favorite one is Dita Artigianale okay. in Florence, uh, held by Francesco Sanapo, and uh, yeah. I love Florence, I think that it's one of the most beautiful cities all over the world and the specialty coffee shop there is amazing, so yeah, Dita Artigiano. So, if you have a day just for yourself, you have no responsibility, you have oh. nothing to do that you must do, blah, blah, blah. I don't know if you've ever had that kind of day, <laughs> but no, probably not, if you had but... the freedom okay. of the time, <laughs> yeah. what would you do? Uh, you know, I, I assume it's including riding your bike. Now. Yeah, actually, my perfect and my dream would be in Honduras, in my coffee plantation. Okay. So starting with a cup of coffee with Panchito, the capataz that is running the, company, the, okay. the coffee plantation, drinking a Wolf 60 with him, wow. with the, the coffee of the finca that we roasted uh, together the day before. Wow. Uh, talking about not only the finca and the job that we have to do, but talking about his family, Honduras or you know think about human soul wow. and then riding my mountain bike in the Selake National Park that is nearby our finca visiting the indigenous uh, village that is nearby you know being with the kids uh, bringing some coffee to them and yeah just enjoying sometimes with them then coming back with the bike in the, in the finca taking lunch with the workers and in the afternoon, work manually with the workers in the finca. Wow. Cutting the platanos, I don't know, pruning the trees, cleaning the grass, or yeah, manual job with that. Do you feel like for the people working on the farm and the people getting the education, blah, 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 yeah. do, you, do you feel like that whole process is making them appreciate the coffee that they have, what they're planting? Yes, or, I have or, a. Or do you think it's about living, and do you think it's about making a minimum wage and blah blah blah? Yeah, no, I have a very good story to tell you. It's about uh, Noé uh, Portillo. He is a very small coffee farmer in the area. At a certain point, uh, when I did the first coffee campus in Honduras, he participated to a brewing and barista coffee course with me, and he learned about doing an espresso, a cappuccino, and tasting coffee and pour-over methods. After three years, he opened the first specialty coffee shop in his small village. And now, the best microlot that he's producing, he's not selling it abroad, but he's um, keeping for his family, his own consumption home, and for his coffee shop. Wow. Wow. I think that is the best example for me what education can do. Yeah. yeah. So, it's also if you go to, uh, so I go to Ethiopia uh, a lot, and you don't find any good coffee in Ethiopia in the coffee shops. Everything gets exported. 
and they see nothing wrong with that. They don't know yes. why that's, you know. Yeah, 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 so this right. is a very good story. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's why I'm so proud also I say to you uh, to give education for free for these people yeah. and I think that this is the key because sometimes we I also I have the temptation to help these people giving my business and my cultural format but it is my format it's not their cultural format so I think that education can do something like that I give education to them I give knowledge they can elaborate this knowledge in their culture and so they can develop their own business yeah but in their culture in their way not in my way yeah so they, they, they are more free to do what they really want to do are you planning to expand are you planning to buy another farm this is the this project is this is the project so we are contacting now and to export this format in El Salvador okay. in Vietnam and in Brazil Africa Unfortunately, until now, I didn't have, I didn't match a contact to okay. go in Africa and right. to do something in Africa, but I loved to. So, if you can, or if you can share some contact with me. I have, uh, uh, there's a speciality coffee uh, roastery near my house okay. that only does African coffee. Uh, that guy is here in the show, so when I see him, I'll yeah. come introduce him to you. He's, Absolutely. He'll at least have some relationships that you might be able to use. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Because your approach of education empowering it worked really well in uh, Uganda's got good coffee Rwanda's got good coffee Ethiopia obviously yeah, yeah, yeah. but but I still don't see someone really equipping them with the knowledge the farmers because it's a shame that young people that can have in their hand a successful coffee producing business yes. they are going away because they don't have the possibility to have this knowledge right it's a shame yeah absolutely. and they are going to big cities doing something they do, don't want to do they don't like being yeah. poor people in a big big city exactly. instead of being uh, realized and very i don't know maybe not rich but uh, good people in their countryside being with their family uh, bringing a family business bringing it in a successful level yeah it's exactly. a shame and if I can be part uh, of this process, I'm very happy, and it's part of my mission, yeah. personal mission. It was a really a pleasure meeting you. It's yeah, really me good. too. Yeah, me yeah. too. Thank you so much, Andre. Welcome. Appreciate it. Can I yeah. take a photo? Absolutely, yes. I can see you've done this many times. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Welcome. It's perfect. Grazie a tutti.